1: Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross.
2: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am energized to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about depression in men. Now, more than 5 million men in the U.S. experience depression every year. An estimated 9% of men in the United States have feeling of depression or anxiety every day. And one-third of all men experience a period of depression during their lifetime. Many doctors don't evaluate the signs of depression accurately. In fact, they might even overlook depression is an issue at all and might misdiagnose it as being something else. So listen up, pull up a chair, turn on your speakers, put on your headphones, whatever you have to do, and let's find out what the signs of depression truly are and what to do about it. All right, you can call in on this important topic. Our call-in number is 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. You can also use our chat line. That's blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DTLindaGross, forward slash d Linda Gross. Now, depression is a mood disorder that affects a person's thoughts, feelings, body, and behavior. According to the American Psychological Association, depression is common in men. The primary symptom of depression is often a feeling of sadness. It can also mean a loss of interest in, in activities that you once found pleasurable. Men have a higher tendency than women to feel anger and to demonstrate aggressive behaviors and feelings. A man who realizes something is wrong may need to compensate by demonstrating that he is still strong or capable and uses anger to show dominance. Now, alcohol and drug use affect men with depression more often than women. Because men are less likely to talk about and seek treatment for depression than women, many men have have, uh, undiagnosed depression. As such, the number of men who die by suicide is four times the number of women. Wow, four times. Men, because they choose more lethal methods, like using firearms, often kill themselves on the first time they try. Older men are at the highest risk for suicide and doctors may dep- may dismiss depression uh, symptoms in this group. In fact, more than 70% of older suicide victims saw their primary care health physician within the month of their death. How sad is that? I mean, this number is outrageous. Uh, they... Just need more training in this area. Good grief. Um, And by the way, depression is not a normal part of aging. So if you're feeling this way, seek out a professional. Now, many men with depression may notice the following behavioral changes. Avoiding family or social situations. Working obsessively without taking the proper breaks finding it hard to keep up with work or family responsibilities, becoming more controlling or abusive in relationships, engaging in risk-taking behaviors such as gambling or perhaps unsafe sex, and also fatigue. So physical movements, speech, and thought processes may have slowed down. So, Are you or someone that you know experiencing any of these telltale signs? Mm -hmm. So let's press on. One theory is that these behavioral changes occur as a result of men trying to mask depression and adhere to so-called masculine norms. This attempt to conceal depression may cause men to lash out or engage in self-destructive behaviors. Men with depression may also lose interest in their hobbies and passions or feel less motivated to succeed at work. So depression may also affect another area. It may affect his sex drive. Men with depression may have less interest in having sex and might have trouble with sexual performance. Again, sexual dysfunction is an area that men do not want to report. And then by by not reporting, it just makes the depression even worse. So early signs of depression can include anger, frustration, aggression, and irritability. Some men may find it easier to discuss physical symptoms than mood changes it's likely that men will be less willing to show certain emotions such as sadness because they feel that others may either judge or criticize them for it. Even though depression is a mental health condition, it also does have physical symptoms. Now, men with depression may experience the following. All right, so pay attention to these telltale signs. Tightness in the chest, joint, limb, or back pain, digestive problems, tiredness, sleeping too much or too little, feeling restless or agitated, eating too much or too little, unintentional weight loss, and perhaps headaches. Now, some of these symptoms may arise because of the effect that depression has on a person's brain chemicals. Depression changes the levels of serotonin and norepinephrine, which are brain messengers that govern pain and mood. Shared brain cell pathways may link depression and pain. So why is it that depression in men so often goes undiagnosed? Well. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, more men than women avoid reporting depression. According to some estimates, two-thirds of people with depression in the U.S. have not received a diagnosis. A A doctor may also misdiagnose depression in men. They may misinterpret common emotional or behavioral signs of depression in men. They may, for example, they may see anger as a personality trait rather than as a sign of depression. They may also misunderstand the reason for a person's increased risk-taking behavior or substance abuse. So a lot goes hidden in, the, in this uh, diagnosis, and we're going to uncover some of the, the road marks that you should be uh, looking for uh, when you're evaluating either yourself or maybe perhaps a loved one. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about depression in men. Um seems like a topic that's pretty common this time of year. I wanted to discuss it because I think it's an important one. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about treatment. Like if you are experiencing some of these attributes, how how can you get through it? And what is the treatment for it? We'll catch you right back after the break.
0: Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked...
2: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about depression in men. Almost all guys experience it sometime or another uh, during their life, and maybe a lot of you are experiencing it right now. Maybe the pressure of the holidays, maybe the pressure because it's year end, maybe the pressure at your job, maybe a family member is really getting you down. Could be a whole host of reasons or it could be a physical reason. Maybe you have ongoing chronic pain and you know how how your physical health definitely affects your mental health sometimes. So, yeah, so if you've experienced uh some of these traits that I just mentioned, what are you supposed to do about it? Well, here are a few ways to treat the depression. Medication, which I'm not a great fan of. I think that should be used as a last resort, or it could be used as a temporary resort. You know, I'm all in favor of 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, but to use it more ongoing than that, there might be some other avenues that we can explore, Um you know maybe just something to take the edge off but but i think you need a life coping skill to get you past those initial months and have a healthy lifestyle for the remainder of your life right okay So a couple of other ways that you can uh, do that, talk therapy or a a therapy that's called cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, this is just a fancy name for it's a short-term therapy technique that can help people find new ways to behave and change their thought patterns, right? Because sometimes your mind is just, you know, stuck in a loop and you want to get um, that negative information out of there. The following strategies may also help manage depression, like, like certain lifestyle changes and coping skills. For example, regular exercise, so important. Running or even walking briskly outside can produce endorphins and lift a person's mood. So definitely um, getting some exercise in, going to the gym, Absolutely lifting weights uh, does increase the feel-good hormones when you leave the gym. All these are, are mood enhancers, and definitely you should take, um, take use of them. Creating structure. Now, sticking to a daily routine may help each day feel feel a little easier, and that's because you're gaining control um, of your life, of your time, of your day, and for some people that seems to be very comforting break down the tasks so another thing that gets us really upset is when the when the task is too giant it just seems unmanage, unmanageable so what you need to do is break it down to smaller tasks and it'll feel good that you can check off some of the smaller tasks off your list and Stay on track with what you need to do all right another another uh, attribute along this line is we often look at how far we have yet to go and sometimes that overwhelms us where instead we should just flip it we should look how far we have come so it might have been a series of ten little steps that it took to get this far so give yourself a pat on the back that you haven't abandoned, you haven't quit, you haven't died and you've done those smaller steps to get where you are now. So try not to look at the bigger overall picture because it just might be too scary and might might be, you know, an opportunity to keep you stuck. What else can you do? Well, yoga mindfulness, or meditation. Now, these practices may reduce stress and support well-being. And again, you're um, getting out of your head, getting into your body, and sometimes that redirects your efforts, right? You're bringing in a new element that you've got to think about, and you're not thinking about the, the problem area, and maybe it'll hit hit the reset button or the refresh button to uh, get you resituated with your outlook on life. Certainly talking to friends and family is another way of sharing feelings with others may, may, um, b- may make you feel less overwhelmed. So if those are at your disposal, um, if there's someone that's like that in your, in your friends and family network, or perhaps it's a, a mentor or someone that you respect or look, look up to, definitely uh, take advantage of that situation. What else? Well, avoiding alcohol. Reducing alcohol intake may actually improve your mood. So um, adding alcohol may be adding more to the problem than it's worth. So, you know, you might want to take that one off the table or decidedly reduce it. Maybe if you're drinking every day, maybe go down to once or twice a week, you know, and see if that helps uh, change the clarity and change your focus. Um, All right, so now if the situation gets really tense, Let's talk a little bit about suicide prevention. So if you or someone you know who is at immediate risk of self-harm, suicide, or hurting another person, here's some tax that you can take. Call 911 or go to the hospital. Stay with the person until professional help comes. Remove any weapons, medications, or any other potentially harmful objects. Listen to the person without judgment and if you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, there is a prevention hotline that, that you can call. It's called the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can Google that, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's available 24 hours a day. You can also call them at 800 273 8255-800-273-8255, or you can also contact the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Admin, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. All right? Now, what are five habits that can make your depression worse? We certainly don't want to add fuel to the flame, but let's talk about that too. So there are a number of risk factors associated with developing major uh, depressive disorder, including temperament, environmental factors, such as adverse childhood experiences, stressful life events, um, or perhaps genetics and other mental health and medical disorders. Now, most of these triggers of depression are out of the realm of control for the depressed patient. There are, however, some habits that are within the realm of control that can worsen symptoms of depression. So let's take a look at what makes depression worse that you can maybe put on your uh, map to avoid, right? inactivity. Now, the essential feature of a major depressive episode is a period of at least 2 weeks in which there is either is a depressed mood or a lack of pleasure in nearly all activities. This can make it difficult to find the energy to do much of anything. Depression can negatively impact employment school, relationships, and other important areas of functioning. Depression can make it difficult to even get out of bed in the morning. While depression might make you feel like staying in bed all day is the only doable option, studies show that moderate exercise, meaning walking 20 to 40 minutes three times a week is effective in decreasing depression and improves long-term outcomes for depressed people. Moderate exercise boosts the feel-good neurochemicals, dopamine and serotonin. So look to your um, support network to find a walking buddy to schedule three or four walks per week to help counter this activity. What else adds to the problem? Well, poor sleep habits. Sleep disturbance is actually one of the symptoms of depression, and it can set a negative sleep cycle in motion. Now, sleep disturbance can take the form of either difficulty falling or staying asleep or perhaps even sleeping too much. To complicate matters, Chronic sleep deprivation is also a trigger of depression. Sleep disturbance is both a symptom and a trigger of depression. Excuse me. One study of adolescents found that reduced sleep—oh, pardon
0: me—found
2: that reduced quantity of sleep increases the risk of depression, which in turn increases the risk of reduced sleep, so it can feel like a never-ending cycle. Set up good sleep habits to help stop the negative sleep cycle, cycle associated with sleep deprivation and depression, so keep sleep and wake times consistent, shut off all electronics a few hours prior to bedtime, and remove all screens from the bedroom. That's what the experts are saying helps. All right, what else can add to the problem? Social isolation. So when life is overwhelming, it's natural to turn inward. It's difficult to reach out for social support when getting out the door in the morning feels like an all, all but an impossible chore. Meaningful social support is, however, exactly what you need during this time. Research shows that social support helps balance the tendency for depression. It builds up resistance to stress. More than just a quick phone call to check in, the time that's spent with supportive friends or family members can help you work through your thoughts and feelings in a safe environment. Now, let's talk about the importance of a poor diet <laughs> or i should say the importance of a good diet believe it or not the food that you eat can negatively impact your emotional health a study in the american journal of psychiatry found that found a link between diets high in processed foods refined sugars i'm sorry refined grains sugary products and beer it it correlated all those items with increased rates of depression and anxiety so many people reach for these comfort foods when struggling with difficult emotions and one of the symptoms of depression includes changes in eating habits resulting in significant weight loss or weight gain so instead why don't you keep track of your eating habits by journaling and also write down what triggered you to eat to eat a particular food and how you felt before you did so. All right, another area that they're looking to is something that's called rumination. Now people with depression are prone to rumination which is a fancy word that just means dwelling on negative thoughts. So negative thought patterns include dwelling on rejection, loss, failure, and other sources of stress. So dwelling on difficult problems compulsively exacerbates symptoms of depression. The best bet for putting an end to rumination is to take baby steps in a positive direction. Seeking professional help can also move the process along. Therapy can help identify negative thought patterns and learn to replace them with positive thoughts and adapt coping strategies. So, there are several surprising symptoms of depression. And I'm going to tell when we come back from the break I'm going to talk about the less obvious sypt- symptoms of depression and what they are. So, I'd love for you to join us. You can do so at 323 323- Six four two one six seven seven. Again, that number is 323 323- 642 You can also contact us via our chat line, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right. We'll catch you right back after the break.
1: Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you.
2: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about depression in men. Uh, why is it so widely undiagnosed? Why do men not report it? And when they do try to report it, their doctors get it wrong and, and diagnose it as some other physical s- symptom or perhaps a uh, personality trait or what have you a lot to uh, consider here. So we're gonna ta- we're tackling how we're navigating these choppy waters. Right now, we're gonna talk about um, the less obvious symptoms of depression, and then we'll get into you know how how to address that. So physical pain. Now complaints of physical pain are common in people with depression. It might just be a cry for help, right? So look at things like back pain, joint pain, limb pain. Uh, they're all symptoms of depression and can result in a chronic pain if left untreated. Studies show that the link between pain and depression is a shared neurological pathway and that the worse the painful uh, physical symptoms are, the more severe the uh, depression is so if you are experiencing back neck or other sources of pain more often than not don't be so quick to brush it off it might just be a red flag of depression lurking beneath the surface what about if grouchy is your new normal If it feels like even the slightest trigger sends you into a rage or you feel irritable and grouchy a lot, you might be struggling with depression. Although symptoms of hostility, anger and irritability are not central to the diagnosis of depression, research shows that these symptoms are highly prevalent in depressed people and associated with increased depressive severity longer duration, and a more chronic and long-term course of depression and high comorbidity with substance abuse and anxiety. How about if you drink more alcohol than usual. So one drink after a long day might take the edge off, but if you find that you're drinking a few drinks every night, it's probably more than a hard day at the office that's driving your behavior. The interplay between heavy drinking and depression is complex. While some people might pick up a drink, uh, to cope with or perhaps mask the feelings associated with depression, heavy alcohol use can trigger a depressive episode. So this is referred to as substance induced depression. So one long term study found that for men with alcohol problems, almost one third of reported depressive episodes were only seen during bouts of heavy drinking so what they're saying here is that the heavy drinking can lead to a depressive episode so be on the lookout for that big changes in weight now rapid weight loss or weight gain a change of more than five percent of body weight in a month is associated with depression so for example Um, Here are the numbers. If you are 200 pounds, that would be 10 pounds plus or minus in one month. So do the math. If if that applies to you, that should be cause for concern. Depression can either zap your appetite to the point of where you rarely feel hungry or the opposite. It's going to cause you to overeat because you need that emotional component to calm you down. While it's perfectly normal to crave comfort foods when under stress, if you experience noticeable changes in your appetite that trigger weight loss or gain, you should seek an evaluation. How about if you forgot to shower again? Depression can impact your daily living, including your self-care routine. If you find that you're not showering regularly, brushing your hair or practicing proper oral hygiene, wearing clean clothes or struggling to even get out of bed in the morning, you might be in the midst of a depressive episode. How about if you can't make up your mind? Depression diminishes the ability to concentrate, which includes making decisions. Whether you struggle to make a decision about your morning coffee or find that you're paralyzed when making important decisions at work, your depression slows your cognitive processes. All right, what's next? Well, how about if you feel really, really overwhelmed with guilt Do you apologize for every little thing? Excessive guilt, turns out, is a sneaky sign of depression that might take you by surprise. So the sense of guilt associated with depression can include guilty preoccupations over perceived past or present uh, failings. It can also include an exaggerated sense of personal responsibility for trivial matters And it can increase self-blame. So depression can sneak up on you. People are conditioned to look for that feeling of overwhelming sadness as the go-to symptom of depression. But the truth is that the above symptoms can develop over time and sometimes they are hard to spot. If you do find that some of these symptoms impair your social, occupational, or other areas of functioning, make that phone call to your primary care physician for a referral for treatment. The sooner that you begin the treatment process, the sooner the depression lifts and you can resume your normal activities. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I'd love for you to call the show. Our phone number is 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. You can also uh, talk to us on our chat line, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about how to beat the holiday blues. Well, you made it through Thanksgiving with a smile and now comes the holiday doubleheader of both Christmas and New Year's when most everyone seems to ooze good cheer and merriment, right? Or so you think. So what do you do when the world around you is wrapped in red and green, but you're feeling blue? First of all, recognize that you're not a Scrooge and you're most definitely not alone. The holiday blues are real and are much more common than you think. Second, be kind to yourself. Try not to beat yourself up for what you are and for what you're not feeling. And third, take a few minutes to read about some of the major causes and best remedies for the holiday blues. So loneliness, for example. So for people without a significant other or perhaps Uh, you or they don't have family or live far away from family, the holidays can be especially tough. So while while longing for company, lonely people may isolate themselves even more by leaving them, and then that's going to make you feel even worse. So try to avoid that behavior. So what are the remedies here? Well, resist the temptation to hunker down. Get up and get moving, even if it's only for a series of short excursions to your favorite cafe or bookstore. The goal is to be around people. Have a brief conversation or simply exchange smiles can, can lift your mood in just a few milliseconds. Find new ways to occupy yourself so you don't dwell on your aloneness. Maybe you want to book a tour or see the city you've lived in through the eyes of enthusiastic visitors. Just being a part of an animated group can re-energize you. Maybe you want to volunteer Uh, An animal shelter is a good place to look, or somewhere that gets you out of your head while keeping your spirit engaged and uplifted, and you're helping the community while you're at it. What else can you do? Well, you can call someone that you think might be feeling just like you. So sometimes helping another person out really helps you out. (laughs) All right. What else? Loss. Well, this is a hard one, especially this time of year. If you're dealing with a loss of a loved one, the idea of experiencing happiness during the holidays might make you feel guilty or disrespectful to the memory of that person. So what's the remedy for this? Well, we all experience some degree of survivor guilt, but it's important to not let expectations about how you should feel dictate how you actually feel. So try to include some memories of good times together over the loss. It's okay to feel sad and to acknowledge to yourself and to others that you missed your loved person. Just Try not to dwell on too much negativity when associating uh, with that with that thought. There are some people who also have the problem of missing holidays past. So memories and traditions are a big part of the holidays. If your current life circumstances aren't the best, you may get stuck longing for happier times in the past. At the expense of the present so just be aware of that so what can you do to help avoid that well how about try to create new traditions there are no hard rules for what your holiday should look like if you're worried that repeating an old tradition will make you sad reinvent it for the present so for example let's say there are no kids at home so maybe you want to make that same family uh, cookie recipe for those at the children's hospital and do good for others. And if it's too difficult to stay where you are, give yourself permission to go somewhere that doesn't hold any memories. Book a hotel in a town nearby or maybe a city far away. Plan a few activities or buy yourself a present. Ultimately, Beating the holiday blues is about staying connected to your feelings. It means respecting your limits without succumbing to self-isolation. It means giving yourself credit for being as merry as you can. It means leaving a holiday party if you're not having any fun. It also means you can give yourself permission to be silly and maybe it's you that needs to start the fun. All right? And above all, the best present you can give yourself is to stay grateful for all the little moments of happiness in your life up until now. So I know it's really easy to dwell on the negatives, but try to shift that and try to give yourself a pat on the back for all the good things um, that have happened in your life and and. Uh, all the good things that you are grateful for and happy about. Try, Try to spend a little time, maybe once a day, maybe for like 60 seconds, reconnect with those items that you're grateful for. All right. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about panty dropper drinks. Now, this holiday season is is upon us, and which liquor is quicker you want to know. Well, you might want to know which drinks make the girls want to bang you. Which drinks should you avoid? Hang up that mistletoe and let's get this party started. You can go back and and listen to last week's show. Actually, you can listen to any and all of my archive shows if you like so easy to do you can do it right here on blog talk radio on the archives or better yet you can um, head on over to soundcloud where you can have five years of my previous shows and catch up quite a bit we're also on TuneIn, and we're most likely on your favorite podcasting um, app as well so make that happen also, if you're a fan of the show, I would love for you to show your love. You can do so by listening, calling, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, and download my app and buy my book on Amazon. So the advertising uh a special that's going on through the end of this month is advertise your product or service with me and I'll only charge you one dollar normally they charge four hundred dollars for this but you know for a dollar promote your wares right so uh, private message me and get a hold of me somehow and I will um, extend that advertising special for you for through the whole month of December here Also, you'll want to check out my book, uh, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. It's particularly important uh, during this time of year as well. You can um, diagnose what's going on, what you're not doing correctly, what, what you could do better. And really catch the girl of your dreams, or if you're not interested in a girlfriend, that's okay too. You can use the same tips uh, in the book for that as well. You can download it in just a matter of seconds on in the ebook format, or better yet have them send you the paperback. And then that way you have a physical copy. You can read it and reread it easily. And my men tell me that they highlight it and read it again and again because there is a lot of information in there. In fact, you can even use the tips um, with any woman. You might have a female coworker or a female boss or maybe there's that female uh, family member who's giving you trouble or the next-door neighbor or whatever it is. You can get this conquered and master yourself and have confidence when you speak to women. All right? So make that happen. All right. so And then the Amazon link, let me bring that up as well. This time of year, you guys are all on Amazon. I know you don't like to go to the malls. You want to just have everything shipped to you All that is great. You can just do your regular and holiday Amazon shopping. All you have to do is just grab my link and save it to your favorites. My link is on my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com. Look for the Amazon link, or you can go to my Facebook page, themensadvocate.com. Uh, page on Facebook and where it says shop now it'll take you to the link Um, just grab it and save it to favorites and every time you go shopping on Amazon start with that favored link okay Um, doesn't cost you anything there is no book purchase required and a few cents on the dollar comes back to help benefit the show all right so you can make that happen right okay So thank you for listening to us today. We are usually here each and every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We will catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now, and I hope you guys have good holidays.